is your life going? Could you use some improvement somewhere? Typically, we could all use a little push, guidance, and transformation. Welcome to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. In this enlightening hour, you'll hear from experts to help you get to that next level. Are you ready to have some fun and get motivated? Here is your host, Dr. Faith Brown. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is Dr. Faith. You're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with me, your host. So glad you guys could tune in. I hope everyone is doing well and having a fantastic day today. I just wanted want to remind you that if any of you are considering stepping up your game and your life in any way, personally, professionally, um, you just want to improve everything that's going on around you. This is absolutely the platform that informs uh, ways to do that. <laughs> this is a relationship platform. And we talk about your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your significant other, your relationship with your children, your relationship, um, all of your corporate relationships. So um, if you are at all interested in stepping up your game, we so appreciate you tuning in and picking up little nuggets here and there to make sure that you are able to manifest that in your life. And for those of you who are interested in having a more um, up close and personal personal conversation, feel free to reach out to me, particularly if you're in the New York area. I am in Midtown Manhattan, and you can give me a call at 212-729-5653 or log on to my website at www.drfaithbrown.com and just get yourself scheduled. So we are here to provide real answers to real solutions, and I'm so happy to have a very, very special guest on today in the person of Mr. Ted Gustus Jr. Um, the reason, one of the main reasons is so important to have him on and uh, why I'm excited is because Mr. Gustus has had, or Coach Gustus, <laughs> as he's affectionately known, um, has had a long-standing relationship with the community and doing some outstanding work for the past 44 years. Uh, Coach Gustus, are you there? Good morning. Yes, I am. Hello there. How you doing there, Dr. Faith? Good. I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, you've been doing some outstanding work, I understand. So I'm so happy that you took the time to come and visit with us for just a little bit to share um, to share your journey and how you've been impacting uh, the lives of students for the past 44 years. And for those of you who are not familiar with Coach Gustus, I'd just like to give you a little rundown of his bio and what he's been doing. <laughs> he's Again, he's affectionately known as Coach Gustus, and he has positively impacted and transformed the lives of thousands of adolescent students. He's currently the PSAL Commissioner of Boys High School Basketball for the Borough of Brooklyn. He has been recognized and received a number of awards from his community service. Coach Gustus was inducted into the Brooklyn USA Athletic Hall of Fame and named one of the top 50 basketball players for the Brownsville Carnarcy community. Coach Gustus received the Double Gold Positive Coaches Award at, at Sanford University and the Lifetime Mentor Award at Rutgers. In addition, <laughs> if you could do any more, in addition, Coach Gustus has authored a book entitled Confessions of a Mad Black Coach, Mad Being Making a Difference. He has been working diligently on several books under the Power, um, under the power in One Breath book series. Finally, Coach Gustus has received recognition from none other than uh, our distinguished President Barack Obama for his lifetime achievements. Wow. Wow, 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 Coach Gustus. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure getting the opportunity <laughs> to talk to you this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let me just ask you, um, how did you transition in your 44 years of work? How did you transition from being a basketball coach into a life and relationship coach? Well, I always teach that basketball is the game of life. Um, mm -hmm. You got 12 to 15 basketball players, they get on the court and you have to teach them how to interact with each other, relate yes. to each other. Each one of them come from different backgrounds, different home situations and so forth. So it's very, very 
easy to transition from that because uh, I did it on a regular basis within the 44 years of coaching basketball. You're coaching young men or young women, mainly young men for me, uh, how to become uh, productive and um, citizens and improve their quality of life. So um, relationships is so important. I mean, the kids have relationships with their their teachers, their professors, right. their parents, the right. community, and so forth. So that's how I was able to uh, accomplish that. So I imagine that when you are interacting in their lives on a daily basis, that that imbues a certain amount of trust to allow that transition to take place. Is that right? In fact, trust is the most important thing that um, that these young people look for in uh, any coach in their life. You know, they're mm-hmm. looking for what I call the three C's, uh, that you care, that you're committed, yes. and that you're consistent in, um, in dealing with them and their relationships and helping them to build themselves up. So trust is a number one thing, especially in today's uh, young people as well. Wow, that is huge. That's huge. So the three C's, will you elaborate a little bit more on that? Because it seems that when they are, depending on where one is um, in the country or in their Latin life, and, and you had the opportunity to intervene while they were in the school system, and perhaps still so, they're still, they're still school age, those three C's, when they see them manifest perhaps with a mentor, but then they go back into the community and don't necessarily see those things manifest, how do you get them to embrace the three C's? Can you elaborate just a little well, bit more on that? Yeah. Well, first of all, um, the first C is caring. And um, I always tell uh, professors, teachers, coaches, and anyone that's working with the young people in the community, um, People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Yes. So that's the first and foremost thing to show them how much you right. care. Right, right, um, right, right. When you show them how to, you're mirroring what you expect from them, so um, they begin to feel it and see it and sense it that, hey, this guy cares for me. And they begin to care for other people. And of course, what we tell them you reap what you sow, what you give is what you receive. So if you yes. get caring to other people, then caring to come back. So uh-huh. that's one of, one of the steps that we take in, in making sure that our young people understand that we care for them. And then the next one is commitment. And a lot of our young people feel abandoned, especially uh, especially young people who come in from uh, areas that uh, may be um, oppressed financially and so forth like that there. And um, wow. maybe not have fathers at home or whatever. So they feel abandoned. So they're looking for some commitment. Are you committed to me? Committed wow. to being there for their lives. And me, I've worked with young people in the 44 years, and I must say that many of them have grown up to be grown men. And uh-huh. I still have everlasting relationships with them uh, because that was my level of commitment. Wow. And then lastly is the third C, which is consistency. Mm-hmm. Um, they look for consistency. And a lot of times in disciplining our young people, um, all they ask for is decision, uh, consistency, uh, not necessarily uh, seeking to punish them for inappropriate behaviors or so forth, but to discipline them um, and by being consistent. And um, in other words, say what you mean, mean what you say. Yes. So, um, and when they see you're like that, then they pretty much will fall in line and it helps them to, uh, you know, understand how they can uh, discipline themselves. So those three C's are very important in every which way. And by the way, they're not just for young people, even in your marriages and your relationships <laughs> with other people. Those yes. are the three C's that you should have. Everyone, your wife is looking for that you care. She's looking for commitment and she's looking yes. for consistency. Yeah. And vice yes. versa. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, it sounds like if you adopt that as a kid, then typically you take that into your and into adult life, into every other relationship, which is very interesting. You mentioned this 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 concept around consistency. Consistency being a life skill uh, would I would imagine help one to define and refine boundaries that one begins to understand appropriate boundaries. Would you agree? I would definitely agree to that. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, sure. I mean, when we can set appropriate boundaries, we know how far to go, how far not to go, and it provides mm-hmm. a certain structure, I would think, and to, as to how we lean into life right. and interact and, with and, others. Yes, and this is the reason why I surely recommend that uh, consistency is uh, incorporated into any part of your disciplinary plan because that's what kids need. That's what young people need. That's what everyone needs. And if you're consistent, they know that the boundaries are there. And if you say um, you need to be to practice on time, if not, you're not going to play in a basketball game, uh, mm-hmm. and you're consistent with that that rule and statement, then young people will learn to fall in line and they'll get to work on time. They'll do all the things that are necessary to uh, be successful in the work field, at home, get their homework done on time. Yes. They become a part of a pattern that they pick up. Yes. But so, you have so, to be consistent. Yeah, yes. So it's a part becomes a part of a work ethic then. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That is absolutely awesome. Please continue. So, um, I um, I find myself as a coach, um, really a coach does, um, it's like a coach bus, a coach train, a coach plane. My job is to find out what our young people want to do and where they want to get to because that's what these, these vehicles do, take you to a destination. Yes. And my job is to help you get there. And But you have to be willing to pay the price to get to those places. So um, I um, I'm, I do that as a coach, a, a basketball coach, but also as a life coach because people need to know where do you want to go? What are you trying right. to get to? And that's, right. that's what I do as a coach. Mm-hmm. Well, do you, do you find that at such an early age that they already know where they want to go, or is that something that's kind of uh, flushed out over time? Uh, they got to start somewhere. Most of the times, kids have these dreams and these visions uh-huh. and ideas. Yes. yes, they do, and um, <laughs> and it's okay to ask them what what it is. And um, and it's not our position to discourage them. Our position is to help them get there. Um, yes, and 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 don't get discouraged when they decide to change their mind because we all entitled to change your <laughs> mind. So Absolutely, you know. So that's that's one of the challenges. You come back, the kids say, oh, "Well, you know, I don't want to go there anymore. I don't want to play basketball uh-huh. anymore," and uh-huh. we get frustrated uh-huh. because they change their mind. Give them an opportunity to change their mind. Mm-hmm. And I guess, and I guess that's okay. Um, and just before we go to break, I'd just like for you to weigh in on this. Like, it's okay to change your mind because really, what we're looking at in mentorship is skill set. You know, what can we sharpen? What can we help them to sharpen in that skill set, which is what would be transferable from one um, occupation to another or one life skill to another? Which is that correct? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Very okay. much so. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, guys, you are listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with your host, Dr. Faith, and my very special guest, Coach Ted Gustus. Please, please hang out with us for just a, a little while longer. He is dropping some wonderful, wonderful jewels in terms of helping us understand how to effectively commu- uh, connect with community. And so hang in there. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. 
From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with your host, Dr. Faith, and my very special guest today, Coach Ted Gustus, who's hailing from right here in New York City. We're so happy to have him on today to talk to us about his long-tenured relationship with the community and helping us to understand how to reach America's youth. Thank you so much, Coach Gustus, for joining us today. Thank you. I'm enjoying <laughs> myself. Great conversation. It absolutely is. So, you know, in the last segment, we were just talking about how um, initially you're able to uh, connect with young people. And we discussed the three C's and, and, you know, what inspired you or what allowed you to go from being, you know, a basketball coach to a, a life and relationship coach. So let me ask you, because it seems like you have a wonderful, wonderful uh relationship, how important for all other mentors out there, all other coaches out there, how important is the art of communication when it comes to establishing healthy and successful relationships? Well, communication is really the basis for life. You know, without communication, there's no life. Uh, Mm -hmm. So we have the opportunity to speak life into our young people Ah, or anybody. Yes, speak uh, life. So the words that we use are so important. Those words are powerful. Uh, In fact, words create our world, and they have creative powers if you use them correctly. So Mm -hmm. it's a choice. So communication is so important. Coach has to get their points across. Um, They have to talk in the player or talk in the person as opposed to talking to them. Because when you're talking to them, you may get outside, but when you talk in them, you go inside and you you dwell inside them. Uh, And that's so important as a mentor and a coach to uh, be able to talk in there um, and into the players uh, and into the individuals. But your skills, your communication skills are so important. It's, uh, I would say it's the number one. It's... uh, the most important thing, because without communication, you got to be able to sell your ideas, sell your thought processes, and yes. so forth to these young people. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Well, help us to understand that, because um, since this is the platform that gets real solutions to to real real problems, when you say talk in as opposed to talk, you know, at, can you help? If I were a coach, if I were a mentor, can you give me an example of what that sounds like? So, if you were talking to a a student, and you are trying to get your point across and leveraging the art of communication, what does talking in, because that's kind of a new concept for, you know, people, because people don't always think about talking into someone's life. Can you Mm -hmm. just give us an example of what that sounds like? Well, the first thing is the gateway to the heart and inside a person is the person's eyes. Um, That's the open part of the body that you can begin to communicate Inside, and in those eyes, you would see so much. Mm-hmm. You communicate with words, gesture, and spirit. So the words are great. The gestures are so important, so you can see that in the eyes. The eyes move, I can see confidence. I can see fear. I can see wow. um, anxiety. I can see yes. all of those things. So when I'm speaking, I'm speaking in the heart. I'm talking to the heart. I'm talking to the mind. And then also I'm talking to the spirit of that person, which you also can see. So uh, okay. 
that's the idea of communicating inside a person. So whatever you say and touching, that's where you go. But you must go through the gateway, which uh, which is is the is the eyes. Okay, so to a coach right now, look into the eyes, and once you begin to speak in speak or whatever the words are, you're looking for you're looking for, for for signs or triggers. You're looking for either excitement, you're looking for confidence, you're looking for um, whether this whether you're really authentically connecting, I would think, with this person. Exactly. Anxiety, uh-huh. fear and so forth. And you know, it's, for instance in a game of basketball when you um uh um in the last fifteen seconds of a game and you down uh-huh. by one point and you need someone to take a big shot, you can look into the eyes of the players that want to take that shot, feel confident about taking that shot. Mm-hmm. And um, this is the way that you'll be able to communicate. So a lot of times, as a coach, you don't always have to open your mouth to communicate. You can communicate ah. with your gestures and your spirit. And uh-huh. uh, kids, they will catch on and they will see that you, uh, you know, a hug and embrace and so forth like that. Those things are very important. But once you look into that gateway, which is the eyes, and you learn, you teach yourself how to read what is going on inside so that you know you pick and choose the words that is going to build up rather than break down. Uh Build up. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's very important because, you know, we see it everywhere, right? Not just on the basketball court or in athletic sports. We see it, you know, in the fitness world. Um, I think there are, you know, popular shows on television where, you know, coaches have different approaches. Some of them will yell and scream and think that that is the message mm-hmm. that will motivate versus those that are using positive, you know, words to plant seeds and to build confidence. So um, would you say that one is more effective than the other? Uh, quite naturally, and I always believe because that's one of the reasons why I won the uh, Positive uh, Coaches Award, Double Gold <laughs> Award, is because that's my whole thing. I just believe that um, words are like seeds, and once you plant them into a person, you have to nurture them and you have to build them. So if you put negative seeds into them, then that becomes what is growing. Um when you put that's positive powerful. seeds into them, then that's what grows. So don't plant apple seeds and come back looking for oranges. <laughs> you know, yes. <laughs> yes. Not, it doesn't work yes. that way. Whatever yes. you put in, is that's what they're going to give back uh-huh. to you. So, uh-huh. so I do so, believe in uh, positive uh, reinforcements uh, at all levels, whether it's teaching in the school. I believe that uh, saying that you're going to punish punish a person, I'd rather use the word discipline because uh-huh. discipline is something that is out of love. Instead of criticizing or what they call constructive criticism, I like to call corrections because uh-huh. correction is something that you give an alternative uh, instead of criticizing and so forth. And then each player is different. Each person is different. So um, uh, I like to use my enforcement is usually um, through my gestures and uh-huh. my um, and the spirit and getting the kids to know that uh, I don't want to disappoint the coach. And that's enough for me. As long as you don't want to disappoint me or yourself, <laughs> then you, uh-huh. you'll go out and do what you need to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What a wonderful, wonderful um, uh, uh standard uh, to live by. I hope there are a lot of coaches, a lot of mentors listening right now, because the way that you lean in is what's going to take hold. You said you can't plant an apple tree and come back and expect oranges. You know, just I get you can't, you know, plant lemons in the form of negative words and come back and expect something sweet like an orange tree. Right. That's exactly. Huge. That exactly. is a huge, Coach. Thank you so much for that. Mm-hmm. So because that's that's structure, right? That's learning how we authentically communicate and what we are going to get in the end. Because whatever we plant now, six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, that is what is going to continue to harvest and into every area of one's life, not just um in their, you know, interaction with their peers, but it's going to spill over into their relationship with their families, their relationship, you know, with their friends. 
Absolutely, and um, that's important. What you just said is because as I teach, I learn. As I learn, I teach. So mm-hmm. a lot of the things that our young people are learning, they're going to go and teach to someone else, and, mm-hmm. and they'll be able to raise their families and so forth. And uh, uh, going this route of re- positive reinforcement is a longer route because either because it requires additional words, it requires entire sentences, it, t- it requires yes. curse words and profanity yes. and so forth, um, because you really want to get inside that young person, inside the feeling that they're going through, and wow. empathize with the anxieties, the fears, and all the things that are taking place in them. And once you're able to do that, they begin to um, pay more attention to um, the words that you speak, and yes. um, and they allow those words to take root in wow. them and uh, grow. Well, empathy is a huge, huge, huge thing, and you know that's a whole different show. I hope you'll come back and and talk a little bit more about that. It's the one ingredient I think that is missing in our in, in society in our communities today. The whole concept around empathy. Uh, before we go to break, we have just a couple of more minutes here, um, and we will pick up with this after the break. But I want to know what inspired and motivated you to initiate the writing of your newest book, um, The Power in One Breath. Can you just share with us briefly? And we're going to pick this back up when we come back. But will you share with us? what inspired you and motivated you to initiate uh, writing this new book, The Power in One Breath? The Power in One Breath, oh my goodness. I I started out (laughs) writing that book because I wanted to find out how I would be able to um, take something that everyone takes for granted, which is breathing, and Mm -hmm. and what I can do to utilize that to assist and help um, people relax and come to a, a better understanding of, of what they're trying to accomplish. What I found out is that it was much huger than I thought it would be. And wow. So when we come back from the break, <laughs> I will definitely share that with you guys because uh, that power in one breath is enormous when it comes to a balanced uh, person and, and uh, living in this world a healthy life. Wow. So folks, hang in there with us. This is going to be a very, very powerful segment. And and Coach Gustus is going to share with us how we might be able to access um, this wonderful um, this wonderful book when we get back. Um, stay tuned. You're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and my special guest, Coach Ted Gustus. Stay with us. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown. 
Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and my very special guest, Coach Ted Gustus, who uh, heralds from New York City, who has spent most of his life cultivating and nurturing relationships with community. And he is just sharing some wonderful, wonderful nuggets with us today about how to connect with uh, young people and how planting certain seeds can last a lifetime. So coach, we're so happy to have you on. And before we went to break, you were talking to us about um, what inspired you to write your latest book, The Power in One Breath. And I'd really like for you to take your time with this one to share with us, you know, what that was about and um, how we can possibly access that. And, you know, if it is available right now. Yes, thank you, uh, Dr. Fate. I'm enjoying this lovely time (laughs) with you. Um, I say to uh, a lot of people, um, if you think there isn't any power in one breath, try living without it. And I I, I normally get a chuckles out of that, but that's the reality. I I wanted to find out about what it meant, what is this one breath and what it meant. And um, I look back into my the spiritual aspect of the one breath, and um, the first thing I thought about was God creating man uh, from dust and water, which which is clay, and then He shaped and molded the clay into the um, image of Himself, according to my belief. And um, shortly after that, He decided to take His one breath to breathe life into this clay. And um, this clay all of a sudden became a living spirit and a human being. And Mm. I was so fascinated by just that alone. So I began to dwell into uh, what does that mean to us? That's the origin of life, according to people that are, um, you know, have religious backgrounds or believe in the breath itself and so forth. So I wanted to go in and drill in that and see how I can bring that to to the forefront and begin to help uh, individuals understand this this uh, awesome um, thing that uh, that the breath has done and God has been able to breathe into individuals. What I found out was through my research uh-huh. that this one breath not only touched the spirit but it also touched the mind, and the body. Mm-hmm. And um, it is one of the, it is the key and most important part of our um, living and our life is this breath because when you don't have it, you ah. can do without water, you can do without <laughs> food for a while, but yes. you can't do without breath. Right, and so, right, 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 so right, right, right. It's a real difficult thing for that to happen. So I begin to explore that and begin to see how it impacted our mind, body, and spirit. What'd you find? Well, first of all, um, for instance, starting with the uh, the spirit, as, as I mentioned earlier, I talked about the um, I talk about the spirit of um, of that spirit have being connected to the breath, mm-hmm. because according to our beliefs and and so forth, and I found that majority of all the religion um, that I uh, research, they all believe in this breath. Mm-hmm. So this one breath takes us all back, no matter what uniform you wear, no matter what color your skin is, what sex you are, and so forth, it all goes back to this one breath. Wow. And I said, what a wonderful thing to be able to present to the world in my writings, because it is that power that brings us all together. Yeah. And I, I was so fascinated by just that alone. And I'm saying, how do we miss this? Why are we not mm-hmm. communicating this? Yes. We have a struggle with um, different culture and different, different ratios and so forth like that. And if you think about it, there's no struggle. There's the power in that one breath. And we all as human beings, we didn't become human beings until the breath was breathed into us. So I was fascinated by that from a spiritual angle and that we are all connected. So instead of looking at where we are not connected, let's look at mm-hmm. where we are connected. And it's wow. in one breath. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. Yeah, it sounds like that is the one thing that connects us. And as you stated, we can all look for differences, but can we look for the thing that brings us together? Our, you know, our, our common, our, our, can we find common ground? And it sounds like you're saying that one breath is the one thing that can bring us all together. You know, that actually, um, you said it was fascinating to you. You wondered how you missed it or how we have missed it over the years. It sounds like there was some kind of awakening in that, like a new consciousness associated with that. Yes, it is, because basically um, I've read many, many other books, and I began to study uh, about the breath, and um, I'm saying here is something that we have with us all the time, and um, we take it for granted. Um, Mm -hmm. We don't fully engage in our breathing. We shortchange our breathing. Wow, if anything else, what are you shortchanging your breathing? You know, uh-huh. many uh, people do not take um, uh, deep breaths uh, at all. And, in fact, some of them have to go to the, um, to the, to the doctor, the hospitals, and so forth to, to get breath, uh, oxygen to help them breathe, and so forth because of the practice of not uh, breathing properly. Um, I found out that in this breathing, our mind uh, is so important because it impacts our mind. And you know, when you shoot at the basketball court, when you're at the free throw line, and you got a big crowd around you yelling, uh-huh. screaming to help you, hopefully that you miss this free throw. The first thing we do is take a huge breath <laughs> and uh-huh. relax, uh-huh. and uh-huh. it gets us in a focus place where we can lock out everything around us and focus on just yourself and making that basket um, and shooting that free throw regardless of what is around you to, to distract you. And so it is true when in, when we are um, functioning in our daily lives and we run into anxiety, uh, anxious moments, and those type of things, the breathing becomes a valuable tool for bringing us in um the right state of mind. So is it so? So this is a part of that new consciousness that you discover while in the process of uh, research to complete your book. Yes. Well, this is a part of it. So the consciousness, what it does, it allows for us to begin to think and look at things differently. You okay. know, um, uh, and the first thing is to look at um, what you believe about your present and future is determined by what you believe about your past. Okay. So a lot of people like to look and see, believe that they come from a geographical area and so forth. Well, I'm I'm more into what is our origin? What is the origin Mm -hmm. of us as people? And it's that breath. And it's that one breath that connects us and brings us to our points where we have. So... There's no particular area in this world that we belong to other than the world itself. So, wow. So, wow. Um, so um, that's one of the origins. So one of the consciousness that, we, um, that I, I discovered was um, that we as people are global. Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. really, we are like, we're like the global majority citizens of the world, you know, we're okay. we're citizens of the world. There's not one particular place that we uh, are designed or to be um, designated to live and stay and so forth, operate, mm-hmm. conduct mm-hmm. business, and so forth. Um, I think that's a beautiful thing because now you have the opportunity to be able to um, go across the world and and um, enjoy uh, every aspect of what this world has to offer from a global standpoint. Now, Coach, that is a new consciousness. That is a new concept. You stated earlier that the one breath is what connects us all. And in, the new, in, the, in that one breath, we can look for points of connection as opposed to points of differences. So just because we come from different parts of the world doesn't mean, one, that we're not connected. You're saying that we are. And since we are, if we look to the one breath as our origin, our starting point, that's a great place to start problem solving 
and looking for uh, problem resolution as opposed to looking at it in uh, a convoluted way in terms of what separates us. Is that correct? That's 100% Did I get that? correct. Okay. Yeah, you got <laughs> wow. it on, wow. on point. You're very coachable. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes, okay, yes, it is. So that's one point. That's one point of this new consciousness. Is there anything, what What else? This is huge. This is great stuff. Yeah, and, and the uh, the other side of the uh, the uh, consciousness is, is basically to be able to get people to understand that um, the world, the globe, is all of ours and that we are... Um, the majority of the citizens uh, all over the world are alike in many ways and so forth, mm-hmm. even though we have different um, uh, skills, talent, and abilities. We have different cultural uh, things that we can share with one another. The idea that you are, um, you at a level of consciousness that says that, um, that I'm global, that I can... Um, go into Hong Kong, I can go into India, go into any one of these places and not feel that I'm I'm separate because the breath, the eternal <laughs> breath brings us together and, and in the fashion and that we all are human beings. So one of the things that the breath has taught me in my research is that when 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 this breath was breathed into us, we became human beings, wow, living yes. human beings. And that's, yes. that's to me, that's, that's so important because now I, I would never even look at anyone else other than say that that person is a human being. Ha ha ha. Yes, we're at the human level now. Oh my goodness. I want to pick up with this when we come back. This is so very defining. Thank you so much. Guys, you're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and my guest, Doc, uh, Coach Ted Gustus. He, it, just stick with us. This is pretty amazing. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and my special guest, Coach Ted Gustus. Before the break, I was so excited and I ask you to tune in because he is talking to us about the new consciousness, a consciousness that connects us at a human level as opposed to a racial or cultural level. And with this one consciousness, this one breath that he's talking about um, helps us to define common ground as opposed to looking at areas where we are different. And that is a 
huge, um, a huge uh, new concept, a way of thinking as it helps to build us as a people as opposed to separate us. So will you continue to elaborate on that, Coach Gustus? This is huge for such a time as this. Uh, yes, and I um, I think that um, as I continue to uh, learn about so much about the um, the global aspect of um, the consciousness that that um, us being citizens of the world, um, I thought about um, those uh, just here in the United States where we have. Um, the uh, African American community, uh, the black quote unquote black community, and so forth, and um, just thinking about the um, my um, concerns and love for the the challenges that this particular um, race of people are uh, confronted with, and and how they can come to this consciousness. The mm-hmm. fact that they could take on this conscious, what a wonderful um, uh, fight to have <laughs> to take mm-hmm. on a consciousness of um, uh, one breath and a consciousness of having being a global majority citizens throughout the world and to begin to, to take in uh, that thought process. So I look at uh, communities like that, like like. Uh, my community like that, but of course, across the world, you have communities in India, you got communities in uh um in in Hong Kong and China. I just left there, and uh, they have same similar issues and people are dealing with uh different um uh, challenges because of the uh, the color of their skin or their culture different, and how do we just bring them to this oneness this one wow. breath as well as knowing that they are global majority citizens across the world. So let me just make sure I have this straight. Uh, We have about six minutes left, and I want to make sure we get this in and that everyone is clear because people are listening from all over the world. Are you saying that a global majority citizen is defined as a human being? That's where we start. Is that what you're saying? Yes, it's not only a human being, it's a conscious human being. A conscious human being. Is willing to take responsibility for this earth that we have, that we were placed on, and we take responsibility for other human beings that exist on this earth, and to be um, able to take the power in our own one breath and breathe life into each and every... You realize that every word that we speak, there's a breath that goes before it comes yes. out yes. and you breathe yes, yes, yes. it into that word that's what goes back when i say we talk in we want to have infective infect individual infect people by breathing life into them and wow. we all have the opportunity to do that through um this recognizing that we're human beings so when we ever see a young man uh or a young lady uh Killed on the street, we're not we're not calling them the uh, um, by a color or anything. That we're that is a human being that was just killed. A wow. human mm-hmm. being. Yes, yes. You yes, know that yes. is incredible that we could take it to that level of consciousness. You have taken you have taken the last breath from that human being. Yes, and that yes. last breath is being contributed to this world as we speak, as he goes into eternal breath. This this is so good, Coach Augustus. Um, we, in the next few minutes, we only have just a few more minutes left. I want you to tell us, because uh, this is just a new way of thinking, and if we can all get it, I think we're all the better for it. How do you envision this newfound consciousness, aside from this program, this is a great platform, as this is heard globally. How do you envision other ways that this newfound conscience, consciousness is going to be introduced to other people? Well, um, the first thing is in defining um, this consciousness um, and uh, actually um, just figuring out what it is, what would it take for individuals to recognize that no matter who we are, where we come from, 
It is that one breath that was breathed into us and that we have the ability to duplicate that. Okay. And so no matter where you're at in this world, we have the ability to breathe life into each other. So when you use your choice of words, going back to the communication, there are words that we must use to communicate to each other inside of each other. Okay. Okay. So words are powerful. That's the way that we began to spread this word about this consciousness that we are all connected through this one breath. We are, we are all connected at this human level. And if we look at ourselves from the human perspective, as opposed to a racial perspective, a cultural perspective. So while that is good for statistical reasons, perhaps, <laughs> not sure what, mm-hmm. you know, real, uh, real uh, uh, service that really provides. But if we look at one another, despite where we're located, as you stated, across the world, India, uh, Mexico, China, if we, Korea, wherever we are. If we're looking at one another from a human perspective as opposed to any other defining demographic, that then we're able to come together and find common ground as opposed to those things that divide us. Exactly. And we want to take responsibility and know that we are uh, in individual human beings that are taking responsibility for other human beings by empathizing, sympathizing, and doing the things that are necessary to um, improve the quality of life for all human beings, regardless of where they're at on this globe. That's that's amazing. Thank you, Coach. We have about a minute left. Can you tell us how to access the book? Is the book available now? Well, actually, no, it isn't. Uh, I started, the book has evolved in so many different ways. So I should be in my completion by the end of August. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of the so many different things that have come about in terms of um, me adding and adjusting and bringing in <laughs> some of the, the things that are necessary. However, yes. um, at any time, um, I plan to be back on your show. Wonderful. And um, I would love to be able to come back and, and give more updates as to yes. um, how people can get involved and, um, and breathe life into other individuals and become a GMC uh, conscious person. Yay, GMC conscious person. Wow, thank you so much. We absolutely love, love, love to have you back to talk about that um, because this is the platform where we are leaning into uh, eradicating all barriers to laughing loudly and loving deeply. Adopting this one consciousness at the human level will absolutely help us to do that. Thank you so much, Coach Gustus, for being with us today. This has been such a phenomenal segment, phenomenal knowledge. We appreciate you advancing the conversation in the area of relationships for all peoples across the world. Thank you so much to our listening audience around the world. Uh, you know, until the book is available, you guys, all it takes is to breathe and know that we're connected at a, at a human level and that you just speak positive words into the next human that's sitting next to you and across from you. We thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply will return next Tuesday. Until such time, take a little time to laugh a little loudly and love a little deeper. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith can be heard live every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Dr. Faith Brown hopes to speak to you again next week. And remember to always make time to laugh and love.